Welcome to Guarding Your Nest Egg Podcast. You know, Mike, there's a lot of sus info out there. No cap. Sus info? But this show is filled with facts and it's lit. So stay with us because, Mike, you're on fire. Or Mike is fire. So I can't even say it right. I'm not sure. All these phrases are hard to keep up with, number one. And it's also rare to hear anyone over the age of 50 use the term woke. But it did just happen at the Institute of International Finance conference in this virtual speech from former Treasury Secretary Larry Summers. We have a generation of central bankers who are defining themselves by their wokeness. They're defining themselves as by how socially concerned uh, they are. They're defining themselves by how concerned they are about the environment. He warns that the Fed is losing control of inflation as well. Now, Mm -hmm. if they're not doing anything about this whole inflation issue, what in the world can we possibly do as average investors and consumers? Well, when he's talking about losing control, the idea behind the Fed is if if they think there's going to be inflation, they start raising interest rates to restrict the money supply. So monetary easing makes money easier. If they want to slow down the economy or slow down things because of inflation, they raise interest rates. And they, they really haven't been raising interest rates. And, of course, that would be a big concern for the stock market if they did. Um, and I think the fear for inflation is at some point if the Fed has to step in and raise interest rates to combat inflation – If you're invested in the market right now, that's going to be a a concern. But when it comes to inflation, certainly the government's printing plenty of money and talking about printing more. And we're waiting to see if that actually happens. Historically, printing money can cause inflation. But I think we have plenty of problems in the economy in and of itself to where inflation might not be a long-term issue. It's certainly a near-term issue. We're dealing with it right now. Everything costs more, uh, whether it's lumber, whether it's groceries, whether it's beef, certainly gas, if you want to fill up your car. But if you go back and look at the root cause for gasoline costing more, well, it's a supply and demand issue. Mm -hmm. Um, Demand is very high. Supply is very low because um, the current administration did some things that made it more difficult obviously, to keep uh, gas prices low. If you take a look at why are uh, goods and not just services, but why are goods costing more? Well, just look at the news. I mean, Long Beach in California, one of the largest ports for us where we bring Mm -hmm. things in, there are ships just sitting out there in the ocean. And depending on what day, it could be hundreds of ships waiting to get in because people don't want to go to work or can't go to work, whatever the reason is. I don't want to pick on the people who aren't there working unloading ships, but bottom line is demand is high. They can't get these ships unloaded. And even if they did get them unloaded, there's a shortage of truck drivers to distribute around the country. Mm -hmm. So is that inflation or is that supply and demand? So it looks like it's more supply and demand. And that probably works its way out. That's what economics is. It's if demand is really high and supply is really low, that tends to get balanced out because people go back to work or companies do what they have to do to meet the demand. So we have to take a look at this over time and figure out, all right, first of all, if things are going to cost me more in the near term, what am I going to do about that to offset it? Where is that money going to come from to pay for things that cost more? And then if inflation is going to be long term, do I have a plan for that in my portfolio? Again, I think it's yet to be seen, whether it's long term or short term. Mm -hmm. But if you're retired or close to retirement and you're taking a look at all of this craziness going on, 
and you're worried about politics, you're worried about taxes, you're worried about inflation, you're looking at your portfolio going, hey, listen, things are pretty good right now. I just don't quite trust the future. By the way, Kristen, that's the majority of the phone calls we're getting right now hmm. from uh, people that aren't currently working with us. They just want to come sit down and take advantage of one of our offers. They're going, you know what? You're, you're right. I mean, I, I am worried about all of these things. I am worried about how it's going to impact me because I'm not sure I want to call. I want to come sit down and have a conversation with you guys about my goals, my expenses, what I've set aside for retirement. If I retired right now, would I be successful? I mean, the best thing about my job is sitting down with individuals. I was just with um, some clients of ours that we've been working with them for a while and they're balancing out right now. Do I continue to work or do I just step back? And hmm. we did an entire financial plan for him. And by the way, we, you know, we had done one for him before five years ago. They didn't want to retire. Now with everything going on, they're considering retirement. Like, do we really want to deal with this and put together the plan? And they realized, well, they could retire. I said, listen, if you walked away right now, given your assets, given your expenses, given inflation, given taxes, you could retire and maintain your current standard of living for the rest of your life. So now they have that information and they're going, well, do we want to retire? Because they don't really want to retire. They actually enjoy what they do. It's a family business. They've been doing it forever, 40 plus years. Good for them. Um, but at least they can. And that's the type of thing that I'd like to be able to do for our listeners at any given moment. If they just want to sit down and go, listen, if I wanted to retire right now, could I do it? Or I'm thinking of retiring or I know I'm retiring. What does that look like for me? How should I position my portfolio? Where should my income come from? Is it going to last the rest of my life? Mike, you just mentioned uh, family and their business and whether they want to retire or not. That's so relatable because whether it's a restaurant, trucking company, retail store, manufacturing plant, or even a law firm, running a small business involves a lot of sacrifice. And then years after all that hard work creating a successful business, an entrepreneur has to figure out how they will retire. And I would assume the hope is that the value and equity of the business will be most of their retirement. But what else do small business owners need to keep in mind when it comes to retiring themselves? Because they don't have that company 401k plan. They don't. And we work with a lot of small business owners um, here very recently working with a uh, client of ours. He had a really interesting business. He was actually Oh, I'm sure he's probably listening to the show right now, so I won't mention any names, but had a really, really interesting tile business. They imported, hmm. and it wasn't uh, flooring tiles, it was roofing tiles. Okay. A great business, importing roofing tiles from around the world. And if you've ever seen these clay tiles that are on roofs, so imagine that there's ever damage and you're just trying to patch a spot mm -hmm. of roofing tiles. Well, if they don't match, it's going to look really weird on your roof. Yes. If you think about it. And so he had this inventory that just built up over years and years and years of these roofing tiles. And then what happened was um, a company came in that deals with insurance companies that basically, you know, replaces roofs for people. And at the end of the day, his business became worth quite a bit of money, which is really interesting. So obviously that's a very uh, niche, you know, kind of a thing. Most people wouldn't be in that, but now he's in a situation just like a lot of small business owners where, well, listen, I have a business. I know exactly where my income comes from. I go to work. In his case, talks to a whole bunch of different people. He's, you know, he's importing, he's shipping, he's this, he's that. He's taking a look at it going, how do I step away from this? Somebody came in, pays him a lump sum of money, and now he's got to figure out how to live off of that money for the rest of his life. There's a disconnect there, Kristen, for most people who run small businesses because they knew exactly what to do every day mm -hmm. when it came to you know having an income. Now, there was stress involved, right? You didn't, you know, of course. obviously, if there's a recession of this, but 
you knew what you had to do. Now you've got this lump sum of money and most small business owners, to your point, didn't build 401ks. A lot of small business owners don't spend a lot of time trying to invest money to figure out how to generate income off of a portfolio that's going to last the rest of their life. They may do some investing, but the investing was more growth oriented. Mm -hmm. You know, like I bought a stock, it went up. Buying a stock or buying a mutual fund or buying an ETF and having that go up and having gains is very different from how do I come up with something that's sustainable over 20, 30 or 40 years of retirement? And how do I make sure I don't run out of money? And the biggest part of it, Kristen, is how do I have the confidence behind whatever plan that I have that it's going to work? I think that's the big thing. They understand, well, if I invest and I make money, I can then spend the money that I'm making. Mm -hmm. But how do I know it's going to work? How do I have the confidence going to work? What about inflation? What about taxes? What about government? What about all the changes that are going to happen over the next 30 or 40 years? That's where if we can add value by showing someone how to get a higher average rate of return net of fees, if we can show them how to get a higher average rate of return, but also reduce the amount of risk they're taking to get those returns, we're adding value. And those are the conversations we're having every day with our complete financial plan is just to find out if we can provide value, but at least you're walking away with a financial plan. This is Guarding Your Nest Egg with Mike Lester. Catch up and interact with the show anytime at guardingyournestegg.com. Mike Lester is a registered representative of and offers securities through World Equity Group Inc., member FINRA and SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Investment advisory services offered through Retirement Wealth Advisors. Talent Wealth Management and Retirement Wealth Advisors are separate entities and are not owned or controlled by World Equity Group Inc. Mike Lester is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Retirement Wealth Advisors Incorporated, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Talent Wealth Management, Retirement Wealth Advisors, and this radio station are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with professionals specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guarantee income streams refer to only fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by Retirement Wealth Advisors. Florida license number D056341. California license number 0N00828. Fiduciary duty extends solely to investment advisory advice and does not extend to other activities such as insurance or broker dealer services. Advisory clients are charged a monthly fee for assets under management while insurance products pay a commission, which may result in a conflict of interest regarding compensation.